Good morning, traders. I'm Emily Bonney, the CEO of the Investment Banking Institute and your host here at Newswear's Trade Talk. Joining me is trading anchor Bill Olson, who brings more than 30 years of institutional trading experience to our program. At Trade Talk, we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Today is Friday, October 20th. Treasury yields, earnings, comments from the Fed, and concerns about escalating tensions in the Middle East are all on investors' minds as they begin trading on this final day of a bumpy week for the markets. Yesterday, markets slipped during regular trading. The Dow shed 250 points, or three-fourths of a percent. The S&P 500 lost 0.85%, and the Nasdaq dropped nearly 1%. Bill, let's get into today's action with what is happening in the markets this morning. Hi, yes, good morning, Emily. I'm watching the S&Ps. The S&Ps are down two-tenths of 1% this morning. Uh, we were down a little lower, so that that's actually kind of positive. Um, you know, there's a lot of cautiousness in the air. I mean, there's tensions in the Middle East. Uh, they remain elevated. We're going into a weekend, and nobody wants to be long going into the weekend because you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, Israeli is looking like they could uh, uh, enter into Gaza anytime. Uh, so that that is cautious. And, you know, yesterday I noticed that the U.S. vetoed a ceasefire proposal that was issued by the U.N. Um, it, that indicates they're, they know what's going on and they're going to allow uh, 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 Israel to take their action. Um, the big news yesterday was obviously Powell, Fed Chairman Powell. He gave that speech yesterday. And, you know, his comments about, you know, the markets, I mean, essentially, you know, I mean, I, I see reports saying, oh, he's so hawkish. I see other reports saying he was dovish. You know, the fact is he was neutral, um, you know, and that's what he does. He doesn't really want to kind of emphasize too much on one way or the other. But he did say that the you know, policy committee, committee is proceeding carefully and they remain attentive to developments in the financial markets. Um, you know, he, he did acknowledge that, you know, the Treasury yields have been impacting the Fed's decision and he highlighted the importance of monitoring this area closely. Um, you know, we still do see strong economic data coming in, so further tightening may be warranted. Now, that was the key there, because there are other Fed members that spoke yesterday that were also highlighting that. So, you know, that's why you saw the, the market pull back a little bit, and it is trading uh, uh, lower again today. In Europe, we're seeing stocks are moving lower. You know, let, let's, uh, you know, take a quick data check here. Um, you know, the DAX is down 181 points or 1.2%. The FTSE is down 64 points or 0.86%. And the CAC is down 75 points or 1.09%. Then you look last night in Asia, we saw that the Nikkei dropped, you know, a uh, little over half a percent uh, or 171 points. Uh, the Hang Seng in Hong Kong dropped 123 points or uh, 7 tenths of 1%. And China's Shanghai Composite, uh, you know, it fell underneath that 3,000 level, um, you know, down 0.74% uh, on the day. You know, they still have that property sector issue that is really, you know, a problem for them. You know, you, you got to keep an eye on the UAW uh, strike uh, details. I mean, the, according to the Beige Book that released Wednesday, you know, the, the auto parts supply is being affected by uh, the strike. Uh, but I also see that GM and UAW may be close to a deal. Now, the UAW come, typically comes out with an announcements on Friday. So let's just, you know, keep an eye on that and keep your eyes on uh, General Motors ticker GM, Grace Mary. Um, 
you know, and uh, what else do we see? Oil. We got to keep an eye on oil because oil is always, you know, a key factor in, in uh, the markets. And we're seeing nice gains in oil this morning. WTI is at $90.50 a barrel, up 1.26%. Brent is at uh, $93.43 a barrel, up 1.13%. Uh, you know, listen, oil is on track for its second weekly gain. We, you know, that's pretty clear. But there's a couple of news reports out there that's really interesting. Like the U.S. said that it's, it's uh, going to be replenishing the strategic reserves. Wow, you're doing it at 90. That worries me because that means to me, I, I think you feel that oil prices are going higher. Um, you know, OPEC, you know, they, they made a, a comment about the U.S. lifting sanctions on Venezuela. They said they see no concern uh, on production volumes. You know, I tend to agree with them. I think there's too much infrastructure issues in Venezuela that's going to take years for them to, you know, ramp up their production. They, they do about a little over 700 million barrels a day. And for them to get to, you know, a million will be difficult. Uh, but that's what I have for you in terms of a morning market update, Emily. And Bill, we're going to continue to dive in details for the trading day ahead here, including earnings section, economic events, and the day's other market moving headlines. Even though that overview gives us a good feel for what to expect in the day ahead, we're going to turn now to earnings action. Bill, what is going on in terms of earnings? Talk about last night, WDFC, uh, that's uh, WD40, William David, Frank Charlie. They met expectations, but but it was done on higher revenue. But, the, you know, the stock's down 3% this morning. Slumber J, ticker SLB, they beat by a penny. Uh, but that was done on lower revenue. That stock's down 1.85%. Then there's American Express, ticker AXP, Apple X-Ray Paul. They delivered a beat of 36 cents. They did that on higher revenue. You look at the stock this morning, you know, it's flat. It's uh, flat to higher, uh, up 0.05% which is, uh, you know, like a, like seven cents. Uh, I, I think we're still trying to uh, re review that uh, report. Upcoming, we, we got a number of them coming. Next week's a big week, but not for, you know, this afternoon. And, and nothing's really coming out uh, Monday morning. But, you know, Monday afternoon, we got uh, Whirlpool, the ticker WHR, William Henry, Richard, their EPS is $4.38. Expected move is 6.29%. And then you got PKG. This could be interesting, Nub. Uh, Package Corp, uh, Paul Kilo Grace, their EPS is $1.92. Expected move is 6.40% when they release, Emily. And Bill, now it comes to economic events of the day. After a slew of Fed speak throughout the week and a number of economic reports, we're sort of taking a deep breath today here to end the week. But what are the couple of things we should be watching when it comes to the day's economic events? Well, I mean, we're still digesting, you know, yesterday's uh, speech from uh, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. Uh, but, you know, the, the, there's no real reports out there. There is that Baker Hughes recount figure that's coming out at 1 p.m. We are going to be hearing from uh, uh, Philadelphia Fed Bank President Patrick Harker this morning at 9 a.m. And then at 12.15 p.m., we're going to be hearing from Cleveland Fed uh, Loretta Mester. She's uh, typically been very hawkish in her comments uh, uh, but I think she's going to be talking about being data driven uh, with uh, rates uh, above 5%. Um, so we'll have to wait and see how they come out. But uh, I, I do think that the market's still like uh, uh, mo mainly focused on what's happening in uh, 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 the Middle East right now. And those tensions uh, along with a higher rate environment is really what's uh, causing the market to you know, give back some of the recent gains, Emily. 
And Bill, we're going to be paying attention to those things as we continue to digest all of that information from yesterday when it came to, uh, you know, the comments from Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell. And we're going to be keeping an eye on the day's other market moving headlines. As we dive into another trading day here, we're looking at different types of news from different sectors and segments. Bill, you group your certain stocks together, like your FANG stocks, your Dow 30 stocks. You're looking at merger news, guidance news this morning. So, Bill, what else do you see is possibly moving the markets today? Let's do a quick data check here this morning. Uh, you know, uh, in terms of uh, sectors, I mean, we're seeing a little weakness in uh, the airlines. Uh, autos are trading higher, you know, because that, that news out of GM could be interesting. I mean, you know, if you look at GM this morning and it's up over 2%. Um, we're looking at the casino stocks showing a little weakness. Semiconductors are are mixed. Um, drug stocks are trading a little higher, it looks like. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, oil stocks are, are showing some positive action as oil's trading up. Your FANG stocks are mostly down. I, I'm seeing some gains in meta. Everything else is down uh, fractionally. Um, you know, some of the news behind it, like Apple, you know, I, I see that Jon Stewart's Apple TV show uh, ended abruptly, according to uh, uh, a media report that's out there. I, this is on Google and Microsoft and Meta. You know, there are hundreds of online sellers offering uh, Eli Lilly's weight loss drug. I mean, that, that, that drug is years away from getting regulatory approval. So interesting. Um, Netflix, uh, you know, uh, you know, you're seeing some, uh, you know, pullback on Netflix. It's, you know, at 401, it's down about uh, uh, about a tenth of 1% uh, this morning after yesterday's big move higher. Looking at Dow Jones 30 stocks, J.P. Morgan and MasterCard uh, take pay by bank live, uh, and Verizon is said to be piloting this offer. You know, AT. Let's talk about Apple for a second. AT&T in their conference call yesterday, the AT&T CEO said he saw the strongest iPhone pre-orders in many years. Now, this could be just hubris from this guy. He he likes to make you know crazy statements, um, but it if true, that's very interesting. Um, Merck, uh, you know, and, and a Japanese drug maker, they reached a $22 billion worth uh, agreement on antibody drug uh, uh, candidates. Interesting. Merger news, Jazz Pharmaceuticals, ticker J-A-Z-Z, John Apple Zebra Zebra said to be exploring options, which includes the sale of the company. Uh, VMware, Victor Michael William, Victor uh, VMware and uh, Broadcom, that deal, you know, looks like it only has a 50% chance of being approved by the regulators. Talking guidance news, AXP, American Express, they backed their full year 2023 EPS view of $11 to $11.47, $11.40. Street estimate is $11.10. That's kind of an uptick. Night Swift, KNX, Kilo, Nancy X-Ray, they narrowed their full year 2023 EPS, $2.10 to $2.07. Street estimate is $2.07. Uh, so that's an uptick. Now, ISRG, Interactive Surgical, uh, raised their full-year procedure growth to 21 to 22%. Uh, that's what I'm seeing for you in terms of news hitting the tape this morning, Emily. This is the type of data that Newswear delivers daily. It's factual. It's market moving. And our alerting functions bring it to your attention as it happens. Go to www.newswear.com now and sign up for the trial and see for yourself the benefits that Professional Newswire delivers. We've now made it to that time of the show for the trade talk pick of the day. The little tricky day to be making a pick ahead of open. But what's your pick of the day to end the week? 
Going with Cleveland Cliffs, sticker CLF, Charlie, Larry, Frank. Uh, earnings are up Monday afternoon. EPS is $1.28. Expected move is 8.83%. Now, listen, look at the option data. You got 29,218 calls versus 10,790 puts. That's, that's bullish. Uh, you look at the open interest, 275, 281 calls to 222.052. Still positive on the on the bull side, you know. I, I look for the major brokers. Uh, you know, what are they saying? The major brokers do have buy recommendations on the stock, and you know, nineteen dollar price targets area. Um, you know, for me to get in, I, I got to get in under you know fourteen dollars and fifteen cents. I'm thinking you know fourteen nine, fourteen ten, fourteen dollars and ten cents, something like that. Listen, this market's going to open up a little weak, so you know I, I wouldn't be surprised if you're seeing all stocks hit a little bit of a weakness. And you know if it trades under you know fourteen, I got to pick some up. Uh, but you know, entry, you know, listen, the entry prices are are, are cautious. This one's not going to be releasing earnings till Monday afternoon, so you know I, I'm hoping for you know a little bit of negativity in the morning. And uh, a little bit of a pop uh, um, on, uh, you know, Monday morning or later this afternoon. Uh, but I do think I can pull out at least 1% on uh, Cleveland Cliffs, sticker CLF, Charlie, Larry, Frank, when they, were, uh, you know, uh, when the stock opens today, Emily. Cleveland Clips, it is today, heading into earnings. And coming up, we're going to do a recap on yesterday's pick of the day, which also was a play heading into earnings, so stick with us. But ahead of that, let's take a look at the current breaking headlines that have hit the tape in our Hot Off the Press segment. Bill, sending it back to you. Let's see, what do we see here? Uh, do, 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 uh, CME, CME Group uh, company is in the strong position to make acquisitions armed with low debt and robust earnings. Uh, I could see that. They need to invest more in technology. They, they do some really good work on their, their uh, indices that they do there. Toyota Motor, uh, TM, they, they signed uh, an agreement to adopt uh, Tesla's electric vehicle charging technology uh, from 2025. Lily files a complaint to block uh, the imitation of uh, their type 2 diabetes medication. Best Buy, ticker BBY, TV laptops, uh, TVs and laptops are thought to be on the road to recovery. So it's causing a little interest in uh, Best Buy. CVS, Charlie Victor Sam, um, they're pulling certain cold medicines off their shelves like Sudafed PE. You know, now this is a, a drug from Kenview, which is the spinoff of Johnson and Johnson. Um, you know, they're, you know, according to the FDA, these drugs don't really work. So they're, they're pulling them off the shelves. EU uh, car registrations uh, up 9.2% in September. Uh, AstraZeneca ticker AZN uh, reports positive results from interim analysis of Matterhorn trial. Uh, that's really all I'm seeing this morning, Emily. Okay, Bill, before we sign off for the weekend, let's do that check-in on yesterday's pick of the day, which was Intuitive Surgical. Shortly after close yesterday, Intuitive Surgical reported a Q3 EPS of $1.46. That was $0.04 cents better than the analyst estimate of $1.42. Revenue for the quarter came in at $1.74 billion versus the consensus of $1.77 billion, just slightly below there. The company credits the bump in Q3 profit on more procedures using its robotic surgery system. You know, not a bad report there, Bill, but post-earnings, investors weren't loving it, but were you able to get out with a gain yesterday? How'd your call work out? For me, it worked out good. I got I got in. I was in this multiple times uh, yesterday, and I got out with a number of different gains. I mean, the stock opened up at $277.10, and then it actually fell below $272, and, I, you know, and it rallied from there, but you know, uh, I, I it jumped all the way up to 276 later, but I, you know, I mean, I 
around 1230. I got in at 271.89, closed it out at 275. Um, I also traded in the aftermarket where I got in at 249 something and got out at like 253. So uh, uh, multiple times I was able to pull out 1% out of, out of the volatility that was in ISRG yesterday. So it was a good trade. I didn't want to hold it into earnings like, you know, before, because this is a runaway truck. You knew that when this came out, it was going to move based on the straddle price. So I was cautious there, but I knew that there, you know, there was going to be momentum. And, you know, when it, when it, when it fell uh, more than the straddle price, that was indication to me that, Hey, it's overdone. Let's, let's go in there and pick some up. And that's what I did. And I made a gain in the aftermarket as well as, you know, gains during the day, but the ISRG, Hey, volatility was there, made some good trades. I was happy with it at the end of the day. Taking advantage of that volatility and taking that game when you see it, Definitely a win there, and we will check in with you on Monday about today's Cleveland Cliffs pick of the day. Bill, thank you, as always, for your expert insight. Join us back here tomorrow and each weekday morning next week at Newswear's Trade Talk when we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Again, I'm your host, Emily Bonney, here with trading anchor Bill Olson. Traders, you know what to do. Let's go out there and make some green.